from Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada. You are listening to Global Frequencies. Diverse province, diverse voices. This program is presented by the Association for New Canadians, AMC, with funding from the Government of Canada and Government of Newfoundland and Labrador. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Welcome to our March Multicultural Month special podcast series on Global Frequencies. My name is Renata Lang and I'm a Business Diversity Officer with the Diversity in Public Education team here at the Association for New Canadians. You may have seen notices for activities in your local community for the Multiculturalism Month events. To give you a brief history, in 2020, the government of Newfoundland and Labrador announced that multiculturalism would be celebrated throughout the month of March. It's a time for communities throughout the province to celebrate the rich diversity of cultures across Newfoundland and Labrador. Coinciding with the International Day for the Elimination of Racial Discrimination on March 21st, Multiculturalism Month is an opportunity to learn more about the many cultures that make up our province. Here at the ANC, we are excited to be honoring Multiculturalism Month with a special Global Frequency series. This month, we're focusing on discussing community programs that celebrate multiculturalism in our community, increase opportunities for immigrants to integrate within society or provide insight into the experiences and journeys of those who now call Newfoundland and Labrador home. Each week we'll feature a different community partner who is celebrating the many multicultural facets of our community. We'll also be interviewing performers, artists, curators, and more. Our final podcast will be devoted to brainstorming our ideas and dreams of how we can all work together to create a more inclusive province. We'll be looking for feedback from our audience and communities. Check out our Facebook and Twitter pages in the coming weeks to submit your ideas on how we can celebrate multiculturalism and inclusion. It's truly an exciting month. We also have many community activities planned across the province, so make sure to check out your local ANC office for more details. Let's get the show started. You are listening to Global Frequencies. Diverse province, diverse voices. This week in our special Multiculturalism Month series, we are joined by Mariana Castro from Music NL. Originally from Mexico City, Mariana Castro is a graduate from the Ethnomusicology program at Memorial University. As a pianist and singer, Mariana has conducted several children's music projects and seniors choir. She is a dedicated scholar and enthusiast of connections between music, belonging, and stories. A passion for music and research, Mariana strives to learn ways in which music could contribute to social justice and change. Wow, so diverse, so colorful. Mariana, hi. Hello, how are you doing? Good, thank you for joining me on this sunny day. Can you tell me a little bit more about yourself? For sure, I am originally from Mexico. 
I actually spent most of my life over there. I only moved to Canada because I wanted to study in the bachelor level. I completed my bachelor degree in Manitoba because I did a, an exchange a semester and then I decided to stay because I fell in love with the winter. <laughs> not, obviously not because I, I fell in love with, well, with the new culture, the many friends, diverse friends that I met over there. Mm -hmm. And then I moved here because I wanted to explore more Canada mm -hmm. and learn more about its culture and all the diversity that it could offer me. Because definitely in Mexico, at least in my 18 years living there, I never had the chance to hear Chinese Gushan music, for example, mm -hmm. not live at least. Mm -hmm. And for example, that's something that I experienced here. And in my ethnomusicology program, we even had a chance to play uh, different instruments from different cultures because there is always like a visitor professor in the term. Mm. So it's always a beautiful chance to meet more. How long have you been calling NL your home? It's been almost five years. Now, I understand that a big part of your life, and to be honest, a big part of our community, is your work with Music NL. Can you tell us more about that? For sure. I actually started working at Music NL because I went downtown, knocked at the door and said that I needed a job because I was a musician and I didn't know much about anything else besides music and teaching and I couldn't get a job. And then they placed me in the student internship program that you guys had. So they contact a lot of people and one of those people were Rhonda Tolkien Lane. Mm -hmm. She's the executive director of uh, Music NL since actually that year, since 2020. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she contacted me almost immediately, kind of the next day. And she told me that she was very interested in having me there as part of the team because they were already doing a lot of work with immigrants and trying to diversify the membership. So she definitely saw potential of having a, a like a researcher and a musician, like a musician background person. So yeah, that's why I, I started there in Music and All. It was all because of ANC as well. That's very yeah. touching to hear, you know, your experience, of course, how um, we've been able to be part of your process and, and finding meaningful employment and uh, making an impact. So Music NL's Instrumental Connections Program. So I hear this is a program that you guys have. Our listeners would love to hear more about this program and what is happening in NL. The Instrumental Connections Program started when we realized that we didn't have enough international musicians in our membership. We did actually with in partnership with the ANC a diversity audit. And we realized we didn't have enough international students in, in our membership. They were only seven and we were already in 500 members. So it was quite sad <laughs> and, and appalling, obviously, because the music scene in St. John's especially has been changing a lot for past 10 years and mm -hmm. we weren't reflecting that in our work. So one of the first things that we did were partnering with a lot of organizations, especially ANC, the rooms, the St. John's Farmers Market. And then we start uh, reaching out to other organizations and we came up with this National Connector Program. So they are up there in Halifax. 
and they do this incredible work of connecting international students with the local community. So it's actually not music related. Mm -hmm. It is more like business. So they kind of connect international students in their last year of studies with businesses. It could be with industry professionals or it could be even with job opportunities. But the main idea is to connect them so they can stay in the province. Since a lot of, even myself, a lot of musicians that come here to St. John's, they come here with the hope that they can stay after they finish their music degrees. It could be like a master's of music education or even ethnomusicology. We all come here with the expectation that after we finish the program, we are going to be able to find meaningful jobs. Mm. Most times it's not like that. I, I even myself uh, in my own generation, I think I was the only one who stayed uh, to work. The other people left mm-hmm. because they were not fulfilling their, their dreams and their expectations of their careers. Mm-hmm. So we contact the National Connector Program and they agreed to partner with us and to train me to get this program started. So the main difference between their program and ours. And that was already existing, the National yeah, Connectors Program. that exists. Okay, yeah. so they were partnering with you to yes. launch a chapter in our province. Yeah. And this chapter would be uh, specific to music. So they have 35 communities across Canada, and most of them, they uh, cater to all kinds of people, uh, from business to agriculture to biology, those types of careers. But ours is centered in music. Okay. Yeah. So basically, that's that's how it 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 came to be in Newfoundland, and obviously, it's it's already changing many many lives because mm-hmm. we realize as musicians, it's not always what you know, but who you know. You don't. You are not going to get the gig if you don't know the people Absolutely. that are getting the gigs. So you need to get to the core of the music industry so you can be successful. And without those um, very essential contacts, it's going to be very hard. It's going to take a long, long time. And probably in some point, you're going to give up, mm-hmm. which has happened to many of the newcomer members mm-hmm. I have been working with. Mm-hmm. Um, but this project kind of eases up the whole process because they just have to meet with me. They uh, kind of explicitly tell me their necessities, what is the area they are looking for. And then I go up to Rhonda and all our Music NL team, and we kind of search for the correct person for them to connect. And then the beauty of this project also is that they also get three other referrals from that first contact. So even though they might not get like a huge job opportunity or a huge geek, there are always going to be three other people whom they can talk. And then those three other people, they're going to connect him or her with other three people. So it's going to be a very nice change of network for them. And all of these people are going to be industry professionals. So it's not, I'm not going to connect you with, I don't know, Justin Bieber or some, <laughs> something like that. It's not, it's not going to be like that, but it's going to be more locally centered mm-hmm. and you, you will build up from them. There's definitely something to be said about putting efforts and resources and networks together in order to achieve a bigger goal than if a musician was to go about it 
solo. Mm -hmm. So I understand that Music NL and the ANC, we work together on the background of this program. What did you learn from this partnership? I learned that there is a lot of people willing to spend their time and effort on this endeavor. When I first started working at Music NL, I was actually a little bit scared that the projects I was getting into, they were not going to be successful because definitely I had this bias that um, Newfoundlanders won't be open to diverse music. But even last year, we partnered up actually with you guys, with ANC, and we did global music concerts mm -hmm. on the amphitheater of the rooms mm -hmm. and that was a huge success and we were not expecting that at mm. all but obviously we learned that there are people trying to do these type of projects and that they are willing to invest a lot on on us mm -hmm. and on the newcomer musicians as well obviously the other thing that i did learn was that newcomer musicians they face a lot of barriers mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. and even just getting paid for a gig it can become a real struggle because as newcomers sometimes people cannot pay them because of their funding sometimes fundings a parameters state that the money is only for permanent residents or Canadians. Mm. So that kind of closes up a lot of opportunities in the very start. So even in our project, we had uh, the problem that our funding kind of stated we couldn't pay anyone. Mm. And that's why the rooms came in and said, don't worry, we can do it. Don't worry. That's a good thing about having good partners. partnerships. Yes, Absolutely. yes, because when your hands are tied up because these rules, these laws that Maybe they don't make sense, but they are there. You can get around it with the help of your partnerships. Yeah, when there's limitations in perhaps the guidelines or the structure of funding or an organization, but you want to, of course, empower your, you know, your members or your talent and your musicians by paying them. It's great that those partnerships were able to, to bridge those gaps. So it sounds like you were saying there was this unexpected success from, for example, the Rooms Partnership in their outdoor amphitheater. So there is an interest from the people of the province to experience and take in diverse music. How is the music scene changing in NL? I think it's changing very fast. There are a lot of newcomers coming in the island and I have realized we can even grow better by connecting the newcomers to our local music scene. Um, just this past month, we've been working with the St. John's Farmers Market and they have actually introduced me to many, many musicians that I didn't know they were here, but they are and they are fabulous. They, they have this huge cultural tradition behind their music performances and I guess that it's just a matter of reaching out to them and having the tools and the scope of media and necessary to say, we are here, we, we are here to help you, just come in, we are ready for you. And I'm guessing a lot of the uh, weight of this can be shared by many partners, many organizations. Uh, Music NL is doing a, a very good job at reaching out all those uh, newcomer musicians, but as well, ANC is a very, very important contact point for them. Mm -hmm. You guys are the, the first contact and many 
newcomers have in the province. So having a presence within ANC and having a partnership up there can help people connect faster to the music opportunities in the local scene. And also, I think a lot of people are, I guess they are willing and they are uh, interested in hearing what is going on besides the traditional uh, Newfoundland music. Mm. Speaking of that, you know, so many of our tourists or people from outside the mm -hmm. province, when they think of NL, they picture the fiddle and the accordion when they think of our type of music. Mm. Why do you think it's important to create a new image of NL? I think because if you reflect on your culture, you create a stronger identity. So if your tourism spots include people from diverse backgrounds and sounds from diverse cultures, that's going to send a signal for newcomers saying, you are welcome here. You can build up your home here. So if you do not reflect that, people are not going to feel welcome. And obviously in the music, in the local music scene, if you do not welcome diverse music traditions, you are not going to have them anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you if you keep producing, showcasing the same bands on the same genres, it's very difficult for newcomers to stand up and just get to the pub and say, okay, I'm going to play my Swahili tr musical tradition. They are not going to feel invited to that space. Mm -hmm. So it's all about opening the doors and saying, you can come here and be yourself and share whatever you want to share with us. Yeah, so I, I think that's, that's one, one piece. So speaking of platforms to, of course, hear music and, and perform, what future events can we look forward to with Music NL? What can our listeners look forward to in, in the, coming, uh, the coming months? So this coming month on March, we are going to have the, our international celebration of women, womanhood. So we are going to have a newcomer panel. Uh, it's going to feature all our women, newcomer women in, in our membership. So they're going to be talking about important topics on musicianship in the island. So that's one of the of the events we're having. We are also returning back to in-person activities. So we, al we always have our uh, open mic at the ship and you just have to contact our program manager, Dave, if you want to, to be the host for that uh, open mic. So if you're a newcomer and you want to host a mic, just feel free to send Dave uh, an email and he will be super happy to, to oblige you. Okay, so opportunity available, folks. Open mic host. <laughs> and what nights of the week are open mic? Is it a one-time event or is it reoccurring? It is a one-time event. Okay. Uh, it, well, it's recurrent. Mm -hmm. So it's just one day at a week. Okay, which day of the week again? Oh, Thursday. Thursdays of the week at the Ship Pub? Yeah. Excellent. So thank you, Mariana, for joining us today. We're, uh, we're really grateful for the opportunity to chat with you because, of course, off the microphone, we work together so much. So it's so great to sit you and have you down and have our listeners and, and have our members learn about you and the important work that you do and learn more about what Music NL is all about. 
So we are so thrilled you've introduced us to some great immigrant musicians here in the province. And we are excited to share this music with our audience. We look forward to welcoming you back in week four for our community brainstorm session. To learn more about the music scene in the province, visit musicnl.ca or visit the ANC's Facebook page for information on events happening near you. Mariana, see you again. Thank you. After this break, we will be talking to Andrew Kagumba, an Ugandan musician who plays folk and traditional music. So stay tuned. For over 40 years, we have been providing an array of programming to support the inclusion and integration of newcomers. As part of our commitment to supporting newcomers to the province, we also offer diversity, inclusion, and anti-racism training sessions for businesses. Our communities and workplaces are further diversifying. Increasing diversity in our workspaces leads to new talent, but cultural differences may also lead to miscommunication, misunderstanding, and potentially inter-office conflict. Our comprehensive cultural competency toolkit provides guidance for removing bias and developing a positive work environment. With so much happening in our world today, we know that anti-racism training is timely and essential for businesses. Our diversity and public education team are here to help you navigate these issues. We offer these sessions at no cost and can tailor the content to fit the needs of your business. If you'd like to learn more about how we can help, contact us, diversity at ancnl.ca or call our office 709-722-0718. You are listening to Global Frequencies. Diverse province, diverse voices. Welcome back to Global Frequencies Multiculturalism Month 2022 edition. I am Renata Lang. We have been chatting with Mariana Castro about the Instrumental Connections program in Music NL. We are fortunate to now have Andrew Kagumba to talk not only about his involvement with this program, but also about his music and experiences living in Newfoundland and Labrador. Born in 1987 in Impambre, a village popularly known for drum making in Uganda, Andrew learned to play a number of traditional instruments at the early age of seven. He continues to carry forward the traditions of Chikanda music that have been passed on to him through oral traditional learning. He pursued his master's degree in Indigenous Studies at the University of Tromso, Norway, completed his PhD in Music Education from Texas Tech University, and is currently pursuing a second PhD in Ethnomusicology right here at home at Memorial University. Hello, Andrew. Hello. Thank you so much. We're, we're super excited to be talking to you today. And of course, your experience with Instrumental Connections and Music NL. But first, let's talk about your music. So we've heard a little bit about your early start in the world of music. But I'd love to talk to you more about how your own town's history in drum making helped shape you as a musician. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I was born in Mpambide village. Mpambide is a historical village for drum making in Uganda. And my family 
Bengaya family is one of the famous families that make drums in this village. So growing up in the Bengaya family gave me the opportunity to interact with different instruments, with drums, with xylophones, with fiddles. And you learn this music by observing what others are doing and by, by imitating what they're doing. And that's how I learned. And my dad was not a drum maker, but my uncle was the drum maker in the family. So part of our childhood chores were to help him with the work of drum making. For example, drying skins for making drums, mm-hmm. going to the forest to look out for wood to make drums. And that gave me the skill of not only playing the instruments, but also learning to make and maintain these instruments. So this wasn't just a musical playing for you, but it was a, a process. Yes, it, it was a process. And that's what music is to us. Music is not just the sound that you hear, but music is a whole process. So drum making is, is part of the musical process, I would say. That's beautiful. So obviously music has been a huge part of your life and clearly your studies as well. When did you know that you wanted to study music? Yeah, um, so I really got to know this at an early stage of my life, I would say, because when I was seven, my dad had to move to the capital, Kampala, Mm. because he had started a business and we had to move as a family. And when we moved to the capital, I joined a church choir at the age of eight. And when I joined this Catholic church choir, people were reading music notes. I I never knew that music could be written on paper. All my life, I thought, well, music is something you observe and and play. Mm -hmm. But for the first time, I saw musical notes on paper. And that got me interested in learning to read music. So I was part of this choir since I was eight. And I gained the music literacy skills in the choir. But also in the choir, I was able to keep playing drums because traditional music music instruments are a big part of Catholic worship in Uganda. Mm -hmm. So I still kept my drum playing and my traditional instrument playing in the church. Um, But yeah, I would say that my early interest in wanting to pursue music as a career began as a choir boy, I would say. Wow. And now you have continued your studies in many capacities, most recently at Memorial University. Mm -hmm. What made you decide to pursue our university here in the province? First of all, my background in, in, in music professionally is in the field of music education. Mm-hmm. So all my professional life, I've been a teacher in different capacities. I've been a teacher at the elementary level in Uganda, at the secondary school level, at the high school level. And, and you were teaching music. And I was teaching music and at the university level. So Memorial University has a very special program Mm -hmm. in ethnomusicology. It combines ethnomusicology and folklore. So for those listening who don't already know, explain to us in the intro learner's perspective, Mm -hmm. what is ethnomusicology? Yeah, for a beginner, I would say ethnomusicology is the study of music in its cultural context. So the ethnomusicology program at Memorial uh, is special because it combines two fields that are very special to me, ethnomusicology and folklore. That's my background. I'm a traditional musician. I grew up in a drum-making family, so there's a lot of the folklore traditions that run through the generation of my family. Mm-hmm. But also the other, on the other side, I'm a traditional musician, so ethnomusicology is a field that interests me. And like I said, all my life I've been a teacher, and what I've been teaching is not only Western music, but also traditional Ugandan music. In fact, I'm very interested in promoting traditional Ugandan music in the Ugandan curriculum. So that's why I decided to join Memorial because of this special program that combines these two uh, interests of, of my life. Well, clearly music is a huge part of where of what grounds you to your surroundings and to your community. However, I imagine 
our province NL is a lot different than back home. Can you tell us what it has been like adjusting to a totally new new place? It's it's very different. The weather, Uganda is just along the equator. The weather is it's summer all year, I would say. So it's very different in terms of the weather, but there's not so much difference in terms of the people here. People are very friendly just like the people in Uganda. And um I would say music is one thing that has helped me connect with people here. I've had several performances in in St. John's and after these performances I've made lots of connections. In fact, um I remember having a concert just before Christmas and then right after the concert someone invited me for Christmas dinner at their home. Wow. So that's how friendly people are in St. John's. So what has the reception been? Of course, other than uh, you know a beautiful invitation into someone's home. What has it been like performing for folks who are likely new to your indigenous style of music from from Uganda? Yes, evidently the music is very new to the people. Mm-hmm. It's very different music from what they are used to, but it's it's very special seeing people connect with the music in different ways, in different ways. It's very special for example performing on stage and seeing someone tapping the foot to the rhythm of the song mm. or i uh, it's it's very special for me singing a lullaby and then you see a mother uh, caressing a baby to the rhythm of the song uh, so although the music is different people have been very appreciative of the music in the different settings in which i've performed and they connect with the music differently because they may not understand the lyrics but i would say that music is music music it's not just the sounds you're familiar to you you should be willing to listen and open to other types of music it sounds like you've been able to share a connection and others here have found a connection mm-hmm. to your music can you still share with us what difficulties might have looked like when it came to sharing your music with others or integrating that music into your surroundings first of all like i said this music is very different from what the people are used to most of them have probably never seen a fiddle from Uganda or a mm-hmm. xylophone from Uganda this is very new music right mm-hmm. so the first challenge is getting people to know that you perform this music because mm. they have never heard the music mm-hmm. so having yourself out there having them, yourself out there putting yes. yourself out there mm-hmm. yeah making that's, them aware that's that's the first challenge i've realized that once i get past that then people are very uh, receptive of the music and appreciative of the music what else have you enjoyed the most about living in nl the sense of community here uh, the sense of community at memorial in my own department the sense of community among musicians here i've only been here a few months i came here in september 2020 2021 but mm. i've made lots of connections with musicians here there are many programs in st johns that support musicians mm-hmm. and that's something that i appreciate as a newcomer that's something that has helped me find uh, that has helped me settle better in St. John's, but that has also helped me find my way around St. John's. Speaking of support for newcomer musicians, after the break, we're going to chat with Andrew about his involvement with the Instrumental Connections program at Music NL. But first, let's hear a song from Andrew. Ba sebo mutu debulonji ba nyabo mutu debulonji ba sebo mutu debulonji ba nyabo mutu debulonji ba kenyi mutu debulonji ba laba muri kasoda 
Mufekungulibagandabangemufekungulibagandabangemufekungulibagandabangemufekungulibagandabangemufekungulibagandabangemufekungulibagandabangemufekungulibagandabangemufekungulibagandabangemufekungulibagandabangemufekungulibagandab
since you have moved here? Yes, it has. It has. Normally, this music is performed in a communal kind of context, in a group setting. Mm-hmm. So that I have to perform it as a solo musician, that's that's a big change in the music. But also, many times I have to adapt the music to people who are listening. For example, um, the, the music that I perform is very much text-based. It f- emphasizes the text, very repetitive melodies, but a lot of what changes is the text. Mm-hmm. So in each performance, I have to translate the text for the for the audience. That's something I rarely do. So before the performance, I have to think of translation. And I never knew that translation itself is a performance in itself. Absolutely. Yeah. So in a way, I have to adapt to, to, to performing this music in a new environment. And talk about instruments. Like I said, the weather in Uganda is very different. Mm. So I've found that I, I have to tune my xylophone several times because of the weather changes in St. John's. Wow. So it's not only me, the musician, adapting, but the instruments, too, are trying to adapt. Well, did you hear that, folks? It's not just the potholes in the road that we have to look out for with our changing temperatures. You also have to tune your xylophone. So have you thought about, Andrew, what are the next steps in your journey with music? I see myself as an educator, so I want people to learn more and to know more about this music from this part of the world, Uganda. And I'm looking forward to, for example, collaborating with institutions like schools, performing this music before different audiences like children. And um, in that way, my work as an educator would be more fulfilled, not necessarily teaching these children or these audiences the music, but teaching them that there are other musics out there Mm -hmm. and teaching them that uh, we should be open to listening to other musics. We should tune ourselves to the world. Well, on a related note, we often have partnerships with the English school district here in the province. And I know from working with them that they are eager to have more diverse, not only persons and teachers, of course, in the schools here, but they absolutely want to have more diverse uh, curriculum and have those lived experiences be taught to the youth here. So if you do decide to formally pursue teaching here in the school system, I know that folks would uh, would be eagerly, I'd say, welcoming you. Mm-hmm. Now, we talked about education, but what changes would you like to see to the music scene in NL? Like I said, there are lots of opportunities for new artists like me. Mm-hmm. But if there would be more opportunities for more collaboration between new artists and musicians who have been in NL for a longer time, mm-hmm. that, that would be very helpful for, for, for incoming musicians in NL. If you were able to speak with newcomer musicians when they first arrive to the province, especially traditional musicians like you, what is one piece of advice that you would give them? So I would tell them that NL and the environment here and the people here are very friendly and very supportive of newcomers, very supportive of music they haven't heard before. And uh, there are very important programs here, very special programs here, like Music NL, that support newcomer musicians. So I would advise them to look out for such programs, Music NL. Um, there are many different programs. 
and many different festivals in 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 NL that support newcomer musicians. Mm -hmm. There is the St John's Art Music Festival, SAS Festival. So look out for such performance opportunities. But the environment here is very supportive and very friendly. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Well, Andrew, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. I'm, I'm so happy you were able to join me on this sunny day here in St. John's NL as we are talking to celebrate the Multiculturalism Month in the month of March. Now it's time to hear some music. I'm sure you're all joining me in anticipation and we cannot wait to hear you play. Andrew, thank you for joining me here today. You're very welcome. Watch out, we're running out of time. 
That's our show for today, folks. Thank you for joining us on Global Frequencies as we celebrate Multiculturalism Month 2022. If you'd like to know more about the Association for New Canadians, please visit us at ancnl.ca. You'll find information on the many programs we have to support newcomers, free workshops and training sessions available to businesses and organizations, and Multiculturalism Month events happening across the province through our St. John's and satellite offices. For more information about Music NL's programs, visit musicnl.ca. I'm Renata Lang, and see you next week. Thank you for listening to Global Frequencies. Diverse province, diverse voices. This program is presented by the Association for New Canadians, ANC, with funding from the Government of Canada and Government of Newfoundland and Labrador. The Association for New Canadians, ANC, is an organization that has helped refugees and immigrants to Newfoundland and Labrador for more than 40 years. The ANC delivers programs and services that support all aspects of newcomer integration, ranging from settlement information and orientation to language learning, skills development, and employment. If you are a newcomer in Newfoundland and Labrador and need our help, contact us, ancnl.ca. See you next time.